So the big question is this. How do entrepreneurs like us, with only the money in our pocket, market in a way to get our products, services, and what we believe in to the world? And then, how do we convert that traffic into raving, lifetime customers to become profitable? That is the question this podcast will give you the answer to. My name is Scott Mears, and welcome to Immortal Truck. Yo guys, what's up? Um, I'm not gonna lie, I am a broken man right now. I'm shattered. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so you're not gonna get much energy from me today, just because I'm proper shattered at the moment. Um, just came. Well, I didn't just come off my exercise. Probably about an hour and a half, two hours ago, whatever. Uh, came off it, but I was, I think I pushed myself a little bit too hard. <laughs> yeah, I think I might have to rein that in a little bit. Um, I think because this week I've what I've done is I've I've bumped up the intensity because there's sort of time to bump up the intensity. Um, just sort of little marginal increases every single week as you should do in a gym, uh, in fitness even. Um, and yeah, this. I think maybe I put it up a little bit too much. <laughs> so, but we learn. Like I'll learn this, but I think because I have definitely ever done it today, and it really um, sort of took it out. I mean, I I did feel a bit. I'll be honest, I did feel a bit fucked up after it, and I'd sort of sit down for an hour just to sort of bring my head back to normality. So. Um, I'm going to probably, I think I've just said, yeah, okay, I'm going to say it now because I keep on uh, sort of skirting on this. I'm going to take the weekend off. I'm not, usually I'll do my leg workout tomorrow, but I'm going to be smart and I'm going to take it off. And the reason, it's interesting this because um, obviously you need to, especially with fitness and something you want to do regularly, you need to build a routine like you have to like you've got to build you got to have some sort of regimen in the week so then you build a routine and eventually that becomes a habit and then it's just like brushing your teeth um which is is very important to maintain something continuously but i've also learned from sort of past experiences of uh sort of doing fitness not doing fitness doing fitness not doing fitness through my life that the times where I've stopped um, a lot of the time, not all the times, but a lot of those times is because I've gone and just pushed myself too hard. Um, and But I've not um, acted on it. I've just carried on to push myself too hard, too hard, too hard. And then I just ended up burning out and then resenting fitness. And then um, I basically, then you just skip one day, next day, eating crap. And it just, you end up just, it just fizzles out after like a month or so. So I'm going to be smart and I'm going to, I'm actually going to choose to take a day out because I just feel like I pushed myself a bit too hard today and I don't want to overdo it. And I've, I've, I've had some great workouts this week. It's definitely been a tough week of workouts, but I've, I've had some great workouts. So uh, I think uh, we've, we've done more than enough so we can, we can be okay. <laughs> Anyway, that's that's my day. What I've been up to. Today. Obviously, I've been working. Yeah, 
no, no, yeah, no, I've, <laughs> I've got a phone. Um, yeah, no, work's been a busy day. Um, jumping into websites. Uh, we're about to finish this website at the moment. Um, jumping into quite a different things. Jumping in, like the reporting. Go watch that yesterday's episode. Um, sort of jumped into uh, way basically we're creating a new dashboard. Um, which is uh, how we report on things, how where are our leads going, or are they going to test, sale, or the conversion rates, all that. So we're actually updating our dashboard at the moment. It's really cool. So I, I, honestly, I love stuff like that. I'm not a numbers person, but I do love creating like tools and systems. And when they eventually work and they just, you just turn it on and it just flows. Oh, oh I love that. Absolutely love it. Um, I hope you're well today. I hope you're all well. Um, I'll be honest, I'm not really sure what I wanted to jump into today because, like I so, said, just sort of real thoughts. Um, and I didn't really want to make this a personal development uh, podcast at all because obviously it's digital marketing, but I feel like we need to talk about burning out because I've had an experience today which uh feels like burning out and i feel like it's so important to talk about so you know what let's talk about that i know it's less digital marketing but at the end of the day i'm talking to entrepreneurs here and i'm talking to uh people in business people who are looking to um basically go out on their own maybe give it a go maybe partner up with a friend and you're looking to really um whether you're in a full-time job or entrepreneur currently you're you're looking for something more and that's fantastic it really really is and i could not encourage that anymore like uh, it's awesome i love meeting people at events when they've decided to drop their job and go for their passion or they're trying to manage it on the side to build it to a point where they can leave and it's just awesome like it's so awesome because you just see a new life in people when they're actually doing something that they love that they've created like it's just so much passion like and they just oh you see it when they talk about it so 100 percent chase that thing that you love but I do want to talk about burning out because it is a very serious thing. But I feel like if you've not experienced it, it may seem a little fuzzy and it might not seem real. Um, and I just want to sort of re just make people aware um, that it is actually very serious burning out. Um, so I'll tell you what, I'll give you a story to sort of show you my first experience of burning out. So I basically I went to university in uh, in Manchester, Manchester Metropolitan University. I studied business management. Um, for so what I did, I did a foundation year, and then I spent a lot of time at uni. It was kind of awesome. I did a foundation year. And then I did a degree, which is usually three years, but I chose to do a sandwich year. And in the UK, what a sandwich year is, is you do uh, two years of your degree, then you do a year in business, and then you do your final year. So all together at uni, I was actually there for five years. 
pretty awesome. Most people are there for three. Um, and basically, I I knew from I mean I've known since a young age I wanted to run a business. I, it was very very much drilled into me through uh, just seeing my dad running his own business. Um, like I mentioned in past episodes, uh, he's been in the beauty industry for over thirty years and. I'm going to his business and just seeing all the factory lines, like my eyes would just light up and be like, this is so cool. And from like a really young kid, I've I've sort of been around that and I've just been obsessed ever since to run my business. So at this point, uh, I'm finishing the second year of my degree. And at this point, I've never run a business. I've... uh, I've never run a business I've always wanted to. I've, I've worked within businesses. I've spoken to people about businesses, but I've never run my own business. And I'm no, I'm now looking for a sandwich. I'm looking for a, a place of business for a full year. And it's actually quite difficult to find. There is There was a lot of support in uni for it. Like there was like loads of lectures, but they just get snapped up like this thousands hundreds of thousands of students in university that are looking for these uh jobs for the year and it's just they just all get snapped up all the best ones and then even like the lower ones like they just all get snapped up so i wasn't having much luck and i was really trying to apply in places it got to a point where i was applying places that i didn't even want to go like pizza express why the fuck would i want to work at pizza express sorry <laughs> sorry to anyone who works at pizza express but i have no interest in pizza express but anyway, uh, applied there, didn't get it. Um, so I was applying to a bunch of places and we just wasn't getting them. So it was it was looking kind of down. I was like, ah, I really want to do this year of business. I really felt this year of business will really give me the experience and knowledge that I need to really understand what it takes in the real world. And it'll give me... It'll make me feel a bit more comfortable when I finish my degree because I've experienced a year in business. So I really wanted to do it uh, because it was like an easier way of making me sort of more comfortable, more aware of what does running a business entail. Um, It got to the point where it was like, I think it was like maybe like two months before the cutoff time. So it gets to a point where it gets a cutoff time you've not got a a place of business to work for the year then basically you're just going to get put on your final year of your degree and not going to do the year of business so I think it was the final two months and I was just applying like mad and then it got to the final month and then I was like oh I don't have a place right now and I was really racking my brain I was like oh what do I do what do I do what do I do and I'll be honest the whole time I didn't want to go to my dad, um, uh, not because I don't uh, love working with my dad and love the business he, he runs, it's that I just wanted to do something on my own. I wanted to, I thought that was sort of part of the experience was to make sure I'd do it on my own and sort of try it. But I wasn't having any luck and it was the last month and it was coming to like the last few weeks and I still didn't have a place and I knew if I didn't have a place of business to work up for the year, they were gonna um they were gonna say okay you're gonna have to do final year degree and i really didn't want to do that so i i i i just gritted my teeth um and i just accepted and i 
I called my dad. He kind of knew. He knew I was looking for a job and for the uh, so he, he knew about it and stuff. And he did actually mention earlier in my job search, uh, like you're more than welcome to join me. But I said no, I kind of want to do my own thing. So he he was already kind of primed with it. And I explained him to him my situation, um, and I said, look, I don't want to come in and just sort of just be your customer service person or anything like that. I want a proper opportunity here. So uh, with the utmost respect, if you can't give me that, that's fine. But please just be honest with me. Don't just put me on T-Duty and customer service. Like, I genuinely want, like, a serious opportunity. I really want to experience business. And he was he, he, he was quite excited about it. He was like, yeah, that's that's fine. Like, he, if anything, I, it seemed like he did want me to jump into his business because it, it, it was kind of cool because... As a young kid, I used to always go to sort of the factories that he ran, and uh, I used to work on the lines for the day, and he'll give me some a bit of pocket money for it, and I loved it. So we kind of worked together in business, but I was very young, so I could only do so much. I didn't, uh, didn't really know too much. Whereas now, I was in a position where I was actually a lot more switched on, and I'd done years of business studies and college and university, and I could actually really get involved in the business side. So I think he was kind of excited for us to father and son to work together i think he was quite excited and i was too um but i think yeah and i think that's why he was uh sort of up for it so i was like you know what this would be cool i've never properly worked with him uh so let's let's do this this would be interesting it'll be fun so we agreed sort of what it we laid it out and we sort of figured out right okay where you're gonna work how you're gonna do this how many hours you're gonna do what you're gonna be focused on for the first year like we just discussed all that stuff um and we decided it's probably easiest if i just work from home uh which is so similar to right now it's literally what i'm doing right now so it's it doesn't feel weird at all so just because um we live apart so he's down in london uh well sorry um, whereas I'm up north, so um, and there wasn't really an opportunity for me to go live down there with him. So um, we basically decided that I, I would work from home, and I was like, okay, that's fine, that I can do that. Uh, there were times that I did go down there, and we went to meetings together and stuff like that. So that was quite cool. But the majority of it, I did work from home. Um, but I was given tasks like every day. Um, at first. It was, um, oh, this is going back a little bit now. I'm really racking my brain. What did I do in the first few months? I think at the start, it was sort of just getting to know the business. Um, I'll be honest, I did get a given customer service straight away. <laughs> that's fine. You got to, you got to do your, uh, you got to do the do. Um, I got to pay your dues, as they say in wrestling. Um but then basically when we were doing i started picking up their social media doing the social media uh started sort of working on the website like updating the website and this is the first time i'd ever done any of this i'd never done uh any social media marketing i'd never even set foot in a in the editor of a website um i'd never done any digital marketing at all like i had zilch um, I didn't even really know much about it. I didn't really know sort of how much there was when it came to digital. I just, to be honest, I put, I just thought it was social media. 
So I sort of gravitated to social media. Um, and basically, we, we, I, because I was so excited for the opportunity and because I was working from home, it wasn't really set hours. Obviously, I had to do nine to five, but it sort of as long as you got the work done, then I could kind of just make my own hours in the day. So it, it was OK if I sort of uh, worked sort of late in the day or early, whatever I sort of liked. Um, but what ended up happening is um, I found because and I find this thing during these times as well is um, I found myself um, just working like uh, like 10, 12, I'll be honest, even got to like 14 hour days. Um, but I was loving it, like I'm absolutely loving it because like, oh, this is business, it's awesome. Like I was, I was loving every second of it. I wasn't bothered by the 14 hour. It didn't feel like work. It was just like, this is awesome. Like, I, this is so cool. Um, and uh, it was pretty awesome because my opportunity then actually turned into um, actually a full business. Um, because basically we got talking and it, it basically we, we really wanted to make sure that I had a proper experience. And we could see from the current work I was doing, I wasn't really going to get a full understanding of business. So basically, my dad said to me, look, I, I, I don't mind putting a bit of money behind something. Um, let's try discuss and sort of think of, I don't, I'll be honest, I can't really recollect the conversation. But I think we started to realize um, there could be a business between um, beauty and students um, because he's all, oh, yeah. So he's always wanted to break uh, into the younger market. Obviously, beauty, a lot of uh, young individuals want, uh, want beauty. I mean, everyone kind of wants beauty products. Um, so he wanted to break the students. He wanted to break into the 18-year-olds, 19, 20. He wanted to break into 18 above. And that was always, he found, like, a very hard audience to break into. So we saw me being in university as an opportunity to create a business to um, supply beauty products to um, uh, students and to basically get their eyes on these brands uh, which we have. So that's what we did and uh, it was my first ever company. It was called For You By You. So the number four and it was called For You By You. And what that meant was um, it was like, and our little strap line was for the students, by the students. And what that means is um, the, this is for you and it's by, because I'm a student, it's by you. Like it's, it's for the students and it's by a student. And it's, it's just for us. And what the concept was um, is we would build relationships with uh, um, student unions. And basically um, what we do is we create them a discount code. Um, so then all their students could get um, a discount on all these beauty products. And then in return, that student union will give us a bit of free marketing in their student union. Um, so what we did is we started banking up this website with loads of beauty products. Because my father's been in the industry for so long, it was very easy to get lots of different brands on there. It's got loads of different brands. They were sort of more niche brands, not sort of your L'Oreal's and all that you'd think. like a little bit more niche but still did all the work from hair to 
to skin to everything to lips to lashes to brows everything you think of um and basically we've created a website yeah so um obviously i had support on the website because i've never built a website at this time um and yeah but i got used to it. i even started coding <laughs> i think i know more coding back then than i do now but that shows you when you have a serious passion and you get obsessive with something you can just learn anything like when you if you get obsessed enough um which i was and basically yeah so uh i basically created this website and it was for students and i was calling up on a daily basis what i was doing is i was um getting more brands on the site um managing the orders um making sure all the sites fully updated with content and everything i ended up doing a 50 tips and tricks blog and it was massive it was like oh my god it was like it was like 40 pages long um but it was just then i broke it out into like loads of blogs and again i didn't know that that would rank my website i didn't know i was just doing this like I, I didn't actually know what these things were doing i was just making the site look nice that i thought people would like it i just put loads of content on there because i thought that might then pull people in but i didn't really know all the uh the science behind it. i didn't know that that could rank my site and then that could create traffic to it. i didn't know that at that time but i was just doing it um and then uh, another part of my day would be um, basically just calling student units cold calling them the old-fashioned way just calling them and basically offering them this deal um i'll be honest i didn't get the greatest of response um some some did so some were like on board and some were up for it but I, i'd say the majority um it's not that they wouldn't allow the students to buy off it but they weren't really up for giving me free marketing in the student union because um that's actually what i learned was student unions are charities which shocked me um but they they operate like charity and basically marketing uh, in them is a massive income for them to actually facilitate everything they do so my offering of some beauty products for a discounted price uh was not a good enough offering for them so i mean i learned all this on the journey it was super interesting and honestly i could i could speak to, for days about this whole year it was without a shadow of a doubt the most is defining the right word i think so let's go back yeah the most defining year in my business life um it it it's the most i've ever learned in business uh in one year it's the most passion i've ever had for anything most drive most obsessiveness um yeah i was just i was loving every second of it and i was learning so like everything was new to me so i just every every day i'd learn something i'd learn so much from from cold calls sales learning how to speak to people um confidence through that building websites coding <laughs> still surprised me writing content uh, speaking with brands and clients, make sure we got all the products, managing stock, building my social media. Like I was just doing it. I was running a business. I'd never done any of these things before. And obviously I had the support of my dad and sort of his employees, but I was, even though I had the support of them, I was actually doing 100% of it. 
I just it was more like just mental guidance to make sure I didn't do anything stupid. Um, but I was in the in the trenches. I was doing everything. Um, so that was definitely the opportunity that I wanted um, for my sandwich. I I I never thought I'd be able to run a business in my sandwich. I didn't think I'd ever be given that opportunity. But I mean, that was really the golden egg. Like that is like that is what I wanted because that allows me to then get an understanding of what is this what what does running a business actually mean what is what actually happens am i actually going to enjoy it so it was it, i can't think my dad uh anymore for that but i was very obsessed every day i woke up um i went downstairs i get up brown uh 10 a.m walk downstairs walk to the kitchen usually quite cold on the feet and i would just go straight to the garage in my makeshift office it was a cold garage i had a tall stool to sit on every day back aching more and more every day and i had this makeshift wooden panel table that i just makeshift with like wooden pieces in the garage and i've made this like makeshift wooden long desk it's like a big wooden panel with two sturdy like wooden legs either side it was like it's big like ndf you could smell the wood and that was my desk every day and i did find my love of digital marketing through this year but that's what drove me to get so excited and obsessive over doing more and more and i was starting around about 10 and then i was working all the way till 12 1 2 3 in the morning i started doing this from monday to friday i then started doing that monday to saturday i then started doing that monday to sunday i was averaging on a on the really bad week 14 hours a day on a good week, 10 hours a day, seven days a week. I was doing that for six months, loving everything. So excited every day. I was had a spring in my step, like I can't wait to go to work in my garage. I woke up one day and I just didn't feel right. I, I wasn't sure what it was, but I just knew I didn't feel right. I didn't have that spring in my step when I woke up. 
I had fear for some reason. I didn't understand why. I had fear to open my laptop. I was so scared one day of having to work that I was paralyzed in my bed. I was, I couldn't move. Like I was locked in. It was like my bed was a prison cell. Like I was just so stuck there in my own head and I didn't want to move. I was too scared to move. I was too scared to go down and do my work. And this made no sense to me. I didn't get what this meant. I just, a second ago, I was loving it. Every single day, calling people on it. Like, yeah, this is my business. First time business, showing it off. I was absolutely loving it. And then suddenly out of nowhere, I just get hit with this fear to even move from my bed. Just frozen. I am... Um, just sort of pushed it off um, and carried on as I was. Carried on doing the 12, 14 hour days. Carried on pushing for another month. And then uh, about halfway through that month, I um, I just broke. I, it's hard to explain how I feel because at the time I had no understanding of what was going on. I was just so I just had nothing left. Like I just had the drive had been taken away from my feet. When I was in it, I enjoyed it. But the second I came out of it, I wasn't myself. And I started to realize this. And my family started picking up on this, that I started to isolate myself more. Um, I was not talking as much. I was hiding away a lot more. Wasn't going out to see my friends much. And it got so bad that I got to a point where I was too scared to even speak to my family. And it wasn't because I was scared of that. It's I, this crazy work style that I had adopted just comatose me in fear for some reason. It, it put me 
it completely destroyed my social skills and ripped all my energy, all my happiness away from me. I almost felt like I was a beam of light going through the keyboard and of a laptop. When I was in it, it, it felt right. It felt correct. It felt like the best part of the day because I was in this laptop and I felt like it, I was just a beam going through the cables of the laptop. The second I was out of it, I didn't feel normal. I didn't feel like I was, I felt my normal was on the laptop. And I, I got so bad, I, I, I couldn't even start speaking to my family. And I, I got to the point where I was isolating. I was even working in my bedroom. And I didn't even, there was a week where I, I hardly left my bedroom. I wasn't speaking to anyone, none of my family. And I was so isolated and I was just so scared because I didn't know, I didn't understand what this meant. I was like, what have I done for my head to be thinking like it's, it was really confusing to me. So I just, and I was the problem because it was so confusing to me, I did more of the work because when I worked, it felt good. Um, and it, it basically got so bad that for three months of my life i didn't speak to anyone for three months of my life um i basically had to pluck up the courage to my sister is in psychology um doing a phd now um so and she works uh at the time she actually worked on a mental ward and she works very closely with people with uh, mental health problems and I, I managed to pluck up the courage to speak to her because I was, it got to a point where I felt so bad and so exhausted and not being able to even socialize that it was ruining my life. And I said, I just, I don't think I even went to, I think it just, I was chatting to her and I just sort of said it and I was like and I explained what I was feeling I said I, I don't know what's going on like I, I don't get it but I, I'm not right at the moment and she was like the light for me because she actually helped me out and she she sort of gave me she allowed me to understand it better and um gave me sort of some stuff to read um and actually helped me get support it got that bad um that i had to actually um request support to get me through this period of time so for three months of my um of my sandwich year, my year in business, um, I, I didn't really work at all. Um, I worked a little bit, but for three months, I pretty much didn't. Um, and I was, I got support to get me through it. Um, which obviously tanked the business. Um, 
because there was no marketing, there was no sales calls. It was just me running it. So it's the risk we take as entrepreneurs. And uh, yeah, for three months, I've never experienced this. I've had some tough times and I've, I've never experienced this amount of social isolation. For three months, I did. I was so scared to speak to anyone. It, it took me three months to get out of my bedroom. And then it probably took another three months for me to pluck up to become normal in social situations. I was really jumpy. Um, th- this is this is when I really, it really freaked me out. I remember being in the pub one night um, with my mates. And these are like long life mates. I've known them my whole life. Like best friend. Like I could not see him for years and I'll see him the next day. And I, we, we just hit it off like that. Like we're, we're close, we're comfortable with each other. No one's new. Sort of, we all love each other. And I was scared to talk to him. And I went to the pub and I remember being jumpy. It was really weird. Like someone went to speak to me and I jumped. I don't know if they noticed, but I was like, what the fuck? Like, why have I just jumped? Like, that's like, that's my longest standing friend. I've just jumped at him. And he's like, he wasn't like quizzing me or anything. He was just chatting to me. I was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like very closed off. No one said anything, but. I was very closed off, very much kept to myself, kept very quiet. And it was really difficult and I was getting very panicky. Um, and I was really struggling to socialize. Um, and I'm a very sociable person. So it was really freaky for me to, to experience that and the real body feeling of that, that just your heart, you could just feel your heart just beating out your chest when. And all that's happening is you're just sitting in a calm pub with your best friends. And my heart's beating out of my chest. I'm sweating. I'm rubbing my palms. And every time someone says something to me, I jump out my seat. And I end up going home early that night because I was just I just wanted to get out of there. So it, it took quite a bit of time for me to really get back to normality. Um, yeah, it was three months of total isolation, speaking to no one, then another three months to, um, to actually get back to my normal self. And after about six months, I was, I got back to my normal self. Um, so pretty much half of my, um, sandwich, yeah, I, it, it got a bit messed with because I wasn't in the best of places. Um, so it's kind of weird because this is why I think it's such a defining year for me because it was the year that allowed me to have my first actual experience of business. It was the year that first introduced me to digital marketing. And I fell in love with digital marketing, specifically social media marketing at that time. Absolutely fell in love with it. I knew for a fact this is what I want to do. But at the same time, it 
put me through an experience that I never experienced in my to- in my life, where it completely isolated me socially to the point where I couldn't even dare speak to my best friends or family. Um, so it was a it was a weird year because it was defining in so many ways where it it it, it showed me my path of career for the rest of my life. But it also showed me the dangers of loving something too much, which is a funny thing when you think about it. Now, looking back at it, and sort of a few years later, I realized what had happened. It, what had happened there is I had burnt out. Um, and I mean, you're probably listening to this and be like, I mean, it's pretty bloody obvious why you burnt out. And me looking back at it, it's just stupid. Like, it's so obvious. Like, I I could easily tell that that uh, younger self and younger me, mate, you're going to burn out. I could have told him in the first month, you are going to burn out. But I'd never experienced that. I didn't know what burning out was. Um, people had mentioned it now and then, but I didn't really understand what it meant. I didn't believe it had happened to me because I loved what I was doing. So I didn't take it seriously. Um, But it really rocked my world for a year. Um, And took over a half a year to get back to normality. So it it basically took six months of my life away, which is pretty crazy. I've never really thought of it like that. That's quite freaky. Um, yeah, so I mean that that was my heavy experience. I'd say that's my worst experience of burning out. Um, there have been other times where I've burnt out, but it's been a lot, lot, lot more minor. It's just been where I've needed to take like a few weeks off, or I've needed to take a, an extended weekend off. Like you can have like midi burnouts i guess but this one was definitely on the extreme level of burnout and i've not had one as bad as that since because i've obviously i've learned from the situation but the reason i delve into that story and i and i've i knew i wanted to talk about this at some point on the podcast um is because like i I totally encourage you to chase your passion and what you love. But the danger that I learned was that I loved it so much that it overtook me and it became something that Every day, I was trying to achieve something I could never achieve. I was always trying to attain more and more and more and more and more. And that mentality drove me insane. And it drove me to work crazy hours and do crazy things that burnt me out. And I can totally appreciate that you as an individual may be running a business on your own. And you've not just got what you love in the business to worry about. You've got the whole business to worry about. 
and a lot of things you may not have done before yourself so it can take a lot more time and then you're having to do extra hours to then do the actual thing that makes you the sales like it's part of starting a business especially if you first if you if you're new to it so definitely you're gonna end up doing extra hours there's no question it's part of the grind um and it's part of the process and you'll have fun doing it like it's it's awesome when you you can think back to those late nights and you managed to get that website up on the day you planned like it's 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 cool to think back to it it's all part of that journey it's part of that story it's part of what makes you who you are and makes the business and the brand who they who it ends up becoming but i just want people to really take their mental and physical health seriously when it comes to business um because it can seem like a bit of a joke and the thing that upsets me is that every time i've spoken to someone about burning out who hasn't um it's always been the same response it's like all right mate that ain't gonna happen to me it's i can just see it in their face they don't even have to say it sometimes like i can just see that smirk and it's just like mm, okay i'm not weak mate i'll be okay and it doesn't even make me angry it just it just upsets me because i think in life like there's as as, as crap as it is i think in some things in life you just there's it doesn't matter how many times people say something to you you've just got to experience it for you to learn and be able to relate back to it to get over future things i just think that's part of life and i i, I honestly think that every entrepreneur at some point in their journey will burn out i think you will just end up doing it just because your passion your drive for what you do will just overcome you at times but i mean if you can at least think about it now and please take it seriously and just do a little bit to look after yourself your mental and physical well-being um just little things like um say putting a set time to the day like say i'm going to check out at five o'clock six o'clock today um just making those little rules now and again say nope i'm gonna make sure i have a bit of an extended weekend i've, I've worked really hard for the past two weeks I'm going to have an extra day. I'm going to have a three-day weekend. Like, just little things. It doesn't mean you have to go have a holiday every month. Just really little things like, I'm going to I'm gonna stop at five today. I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a nice night in today. Or I'm going to have a little bit of extended weekend. Just little things that are through your journey will massively, massively, massively to fully eradication uh, of burning out. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So, I guess the learning from today is just to please take a moment to think about burning out, and it will affect us all in different ways. Um, but just to take a minute to, I guess, if, especially if you're at the end of this episode, number one, thank you for sticking around, and this was. This is definitely going to be the longest one so far. 
Um, but I really wanted to delve into the story so you could really feel and understand where I'm coming from, really understand and feel burning out and what that means because I had no clue what it meant. Um, but yeah, if you could just sit for a minute after this episode and just think about it, maybe just one or two things you could do in your business to just just let yourself let yourself sort of breathe for a few extra minutes, a few extra days then that's enough like that that will allow you that small little breathing space to um massively decrease to eradicate the potential burning out and the plus from doing it you're actually going to realize you can have more energy and actually going to hit you can hit the the week running actually with more energy more passion and even more drive so you're actually going to see uh, even more gains. You're not just trying to decrease some scary thing that could happen in the future. You're actually going to see more energy, more more drive and readiness for the next week. So give it a go. But um, yeah, as always, um, I hope you're all well. Um, do feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy. It's, maybe you've experienced burning up. Maybe you're going through it right now. And you're not too sure what it is and you've just realized it might be that please do reach out to me i'll be more than happy to help more than happy to discuss we'll jump on a call i don't care like we'll just chat don't worry just give us a shout on twitter facebook whatever all my social is on my podcast um i know this was a real long episode and also it was kind of about personal development which we don't want to delve into much as it is about digital this show but at the end of the day, I'm talking to entrepreneurs or future entrepreneurs, and this is a serious topic that needs to be discussed when you're going to be an entrepreneur. So we will dive into topics like this now and then because it, it because they're just too important to not discuss. It's simple as that. So uh, yeah. So as always, guys, I hope you've had a beautiful day, an even more beautiful night wherever you are in the world. Have a great day, have a great night, and I will catch you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to my story. See you later, guys. Bye-bye.